This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 302 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I've got an app, a free app that'll help motivate you to get off your butt. And I watched a movie on Netflix, and I think it might help us with emotional eating. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do diet. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, I'm just a dude or a dudette like you trying to lose weight in the basement, probably. Or maybe you're in the spare bedroom, wherever you're at. And uh, we found that it's not as easy as we thought it was going to be. But um, of October last year, I finally said, enough is enough. I had uh, ripped out three pairs of jeans, which was bad because I only had three pairs of jeans. And I had to buy a size bigger. And I just went, we're going the wrong way. I quit eating fast food. I started drinking 80 ounces of water a day. I eat protein and vegetables with every meal and throw in these things called fruits. And lo and behold, I've dropped 30 pounds. And uh, as I look at from uh, a week ago, I'm down another pound. I've gone from 193.2 to 192.2. Now for the record, if you're new to the show, I go up and down and up and down and up and down. If you were to see the actual graph of my weight loss, if I look at three months, oh, it's crazy. It looks like a heartbeat because it. Uh, I three months ago I was about 196, and uh, you you can see where I went up to 197, and then I went down to 194, and then I went up to 195. And then I went down to 193, then I went back up to 195, so it's down and up into butt. The overall progress is down. And so I, in the last episode, I talked about how I got a Fitbit Blaze, and uh, I like it. I did, uh, I think I told you this, right? That uh, the one time it doesn't work, I found, is if you're at the grocery store and you're holding on to the handle of the uh, cart, it doesn't notice that you're walking because your hand is sitting still. Not a reason to take it back, but just know that in advance. And um, in in playing with my Fitbit, they have this software that syncs with your phone, and I've been using it now to put in my food. 
and I'm tracking everything in Fitbit. I, I like my fitness pal. It's a great app. I just said, why am I doing this in two places? And they have this thing that says, how many hours are you awake? So in my case, I have nine to five. And, and then I'm tracking as basically part of during the day. And uh, now I could expand that if I wanted to be like nine to nine, if I wanted to. And how many of those hours have 250 steps? Now, I was like, 250 steps? So I went down to the treadmill and uh, put it on three miles an hour and walked to see how long it would take to get 250 steps. And the answer is three minutes, roughly, maybe a little less. And it's interesting because when I do that, my heart doesn't go racing up into, you know, I'm not breaking a sweat, but my heart rate does go up barely to what they call the fat burning zone. And for the record, uh, they have, most people have debunked the fat burning zone. If you've never heard of the fat burning zone, there's like, you know, there's your resting heart rate and then you go up to one zone and then you go up to like the next zone. That might be the fat burning zone. And then the one above that is the cardio zone. And people were saying for a while that if you were in the fat burning zone, you actually burn more calories, except that doesn't mathematically make any sense. Because if I'm on a treadmill for four minutes or let's go 12 minutes and I burn X amount of calories because I'm in the cardio zone and I burn more because, well, I'm exercising more and I spend the same 12 minutes in the fat burning zone, I'm just going to burn less calories. And it is calories in versus calories out. So, um, but I was like, okay, so I've been making a effort to get 250 steps per hour. Now, my goal is always 10,000 per day, and I've been doing that as well, for the record. And, um, but I, I needed a reminder every now and then to, hey, you've been sitting on your butt for the better part of an hour. So for me, it basically goes off every 45 minutes-ish. And I found this app, and it's really kind of cool. It's called 3030. Now, 30 slash 30, if you type it in, you're looking for the app. I believe this works on all platforms. And what you do is you basically go in, and for me, this is my, my. you can set up different tasks and how long do you want to do a task. So for me, I have tickets because my day job is I work for a media hosting company and I do tech support. I answer tickets. And I have that set for 45 minutes. And then I basically uh, take a break. After 45 minutes, I get up, I get some water, I do my 300 steps or whatever, and uh, and then I go back to to tickets. So it just reminds me. So it's 45 minutes on, you know, five, 10 minutes off, 45 minutes on, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I'm not taking 10 minutes mainly for the break, just for anybody wondering, well, hey, your, your, your job is not going to like that. But it, what it does is it just reminds me that, hey, it's time to get up and move. Because I know they are making these GPS devices that will now vibrate or whatever when it's time to move. And you can set that up, by the way, in a Fitbit Blaze. You can have these reminders to get up and move. So I could just do that if I wanted to. But I like this app. It actually makes this little noise and reminds me to to get up and move. And it's free. And it's really easy to uh, to kind of set up. And you can actually, as you're, like if I were to start this now... Um, here it is. It's now running, and I can see I have nine minutes and 37 seconds left on my break. Um, I could, just to do this, I'll, I'll bring this down, 
So, okay, so now we have 28 seconds left on break, and you'll hear what it does here. And you can choose whatever sound you want it to make when you're switching from one activity to the other. And uh, depending on where you're at, obviously, this might really drive people crazy that you work with. Every 45 minutes, this thing is making a noise. They're like, what is that? Turn it off. You're driving me. I could see that. Uh, so, you know, depending on how you want to do it, um, you know, but it is for me working at home. I love it. That's the noise. And it's just saying that, hey, you know, now I have, uh, you know, five minutes here uh, left on break. And I just paused it. So it's called 30 slash 30. And um, it's for me, it's working. I'm sure there are other apps like it, but uh, I heard about this one and it's kind of cool. So if you want to have, you know, if you have certain things you do where it's for me, it might be homework. If you're a student, do homework for a half hour, uh, 10 minutes of Pokemon Go. And for the record, uh, when I was growing up, uh, you know, back in the man, if we go back to even late 70s, early 80s, um, we also chased things around the backyard that you couldn't see. Uh, we just called them lightning bugs and uh, that whole Pokemon Go thing. But I, I do like the Pokemon Go. I've yet to play it yet. But anything that gets people off the couch and walking around, I'm just kind of scared because I just read a story where a woman climbed a tree trying to catch a Pokemon and then couldn't get down. Um, I live by a lake and I literally watched a guy come about mm, six inches from walking into the lake because he wasn't paying attention. And uh, I just thought, do the people at Nintendo have like a sense of humor that they're putting the Pokemon in in the lake? That would be kind of interesting. So, but uh, that would be another one. If you're bored with walking, check out Pokemon Go. I have yet, uh, I, I am, um, I'm not protesting it. I just, it seems, you know, A, it seems very addictive. And I just don't want to look like the idiots that are walking in the middle of the street trying to catch a Pokemon. I'm like, that's the thing I want to go with Nintendo. I'm like, can you quit putting these Pokemon in, in the middle of the street so people aren't going to get run over and things of that nature. So I saw this video on Netflix and it's from a guy named Tony Robbins. Now, if you're like me, you've heard of Tony Robbins. He's one of those self-help gurus. And uh, he charges you a ton of money to come into do a seminar and yada, yada, yada. And I've, I've read part of his books. I remember um, I'm trying to get my computer to work here as I talk. I, was, I had notes. Uh, I remember, you know, literally back in the 80s, I think I read part of uh, Awaken the Giant Within. And it seems he, he makes it seem so simple to do some of this stuff. But I got to tell you. This movie on Netflix called I'm Not Your Guru is worth watching because whether you like him or not, and I, technically I like him, I just sometimes I don't think life is that easy, but it, it can be to a certain extent. But he, he brought up something that for me, I was like, uh, yeah, okay. And that is, you know what your problem is? Do you know? I know what my problem is. My problem is the fact that we have problems. You ever think about that? Half the problem is like, ah, I got to do this. I got to do and, and And it's not, we, we didn't want this problem. Who does? But now your life is not what you thought it was going to be because you've got this thing that's not really, yeah, you didn't really want this here. 
And because you have a problem that's easy to play on your psyche, that, you know, either A, uh, nothing ever works for you. You know, you turn into the, the Eeyore, the uh, donkey from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, it's just another problem. It's okay, Pooh. It's not supposed to work for me. And then what do we do? We eat. We self-medicate. I know what'll solve this. An Oreo blizzard from Dairy Queen. No, it doesn't. But if you think about it, uh, I live in Cleveland, where until uh, this summer, we never won a championship in my lifetime. They won one before I was born. And if we look at the anatomy of disappointment, what is it? It's where expectations don't meet reality. Or, or let's vice versa that, shall we? Reality doesn't meet expectations. And I'm always amazed on Sunday because the Cleveland Browns are a horrible team. I live in Akron, Ohio, but we root for Cleveland. Used to live in Cleveland. And they're horrible. I mean, they're just, they're bad. Uh, we affectionately refer to the Cleveland Brown Stadium as the factory of sadness. And yet, people come in on Monday morning still seething from the pain that reality did not meet expectations. We expected to win because, you know, maybe we're playing a team who's really, really bad and they're, you know, one in five and we're, you know, four and two or something. And the stats say we should win this. And then you lose and you're like, ah, well, I'm sure we all have things that we thought were going to happen. And then they didn't. When I was growing up, and if I were to get on a, uh, a psychiatrist couch, uh, I would cry like a baby probably. Uh, because when I was growing up, I, and I still do, it's, this is nothing. I have a three-year-old... Okay, that was loud. I have a three-year-old great-niece, which makes you feel old when you start throwing great in front of your name. And uh, she just melts my heart. I adore children. I think they're awesome. Um, I see hope when I look at them. I see an opportunity to help and inspire and um, shape and to comfort and to guide. I just, to me, that's like, wow, that would be cool. And so even as a teenager, I loved babies. I love small children. I've taught Sunday school, anything I could do like that. And everybody's like, man, Dave, you are going to be a great dad. You, man, you just wait. And I would jokingly back in like 1982 say, yep, I'm going to have three kids, one of each. And of course, back then, pre-Kendall Jenner, that was a joke. And uh, now people go, oh, okay. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, I spent myself into bankruptcy with my first wife trying to have one. And uh, eventually, thank God, a doctor said, you guys just can't have kids. Um, she had one ovary. She had endometriosis. We had the, the deck was extremely stacked. And to make a long story short, um, I don't have any kids. That's just the way it worked out. And so reality did not meet my expectations. And there are times that that is a, a wound for me, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, if I'm watching a movie and, you know, somebody has a baby or, or there's just this cool parental moment, 
I'll get all teary-eyed, man, because that's like, oh, I, I wanted that, and I didn't get to have it. But here's the thing, that I was watching Bar Rescue, of all places. Now, realize, when I say these TV shows, I'm, I'm on a treadmill watching these things, by the way. And uh, that's my rule. If I'm going to watch TV, I have a, I actually have a treadmill in my living room. You can do that when you're a single dude living in an apartment. You have no wife going, what? We can't put that in the living room. And um, I was watching Bar Rescue. And this woman's uh, husband had died. And she had never really dealt with it. And her sister was also very traumatized by this because he had helped kind of parent, not parent, but an uncle, I guess in a way, to her children. And so when he left unexpectedly, it really devastated them. And the therapist there was like, well, guess what? Life's complicated. And life's not perfect. And it's not a Disney movie. And it's not a romance novel. And it's not a sitcom where everybody laughs at the end and we walk off into the sunset. You know, things aren't always going to go your way. And so this whole Tony Robbins thing that I was watching and I was realizing that some of my problems really aren't problems. So I don't have any kids. Okay. But I have... Also, I have nieces and nephews that I can spoil like crazy. I have I have all this love to give. And, you know, there's plenty of people in the world that would be happy to take it. You know, and then this is why this really inspired me is there's a woman. Well, there's a 19-year-old girl, just the sweetest girl. She's got eyes the size of plates. I mean, just wow. And her father was a drug addict. And basically, she hated herself for loving him. Have you ever been in that? You know, you ever had that where you're like, oh, I love you, but I hate you because you're such a, and I, I hate myself for loving you. I believe that is a Joan Jett song. And that messed her up. And Tony said, no, we think things are happening to us. He goes, in some cases, they're happening for us because in her case, she was kind of a tougher, go-getter kind of person because of the way her father treated her. Whether it was wrong or right, it wasn't right at all. But that shaped the way that person is. And, and you are the way you are based on the crappy things that have happened to you. You know, there's the old cliche, life is 80% what happens to you and 20% that, um, you know, how you deal with it. There was a, a young, I'm going to say Russian guy, all of 20 something. And he was thinking about committing suicide because his life wasn't quite where he thought it should be. And basically Tony went, dude, you, you got a, you, you are, you, you're barely on the runway. And this is where perfectionism comes into play. We want things to be perfect. And most of the time it just doesn't happen. But here's the thing. If you if you aim on perfect, if you aim at it and you miss, you're probably going to land on really, really good. I am uh, involved in a documentary called The Messengers. If you go over to The Messengers 
doc, the messengers, doc.com. Uh, you can sign up and get updates about this and it's all about podcasting and how podcasting is, is changing people's lives and things like that. Uh, speaking of that, let me take a little tangent. Um, if this podcast has ever helped you, uh, call it in if you want to 888-563-3228, or you can just go over to school, of podcast school, of podcast. You can go over to uh, logicallosscom slash contact. And I've, I've got a button there. If you've got a microphone on your computer, uh, you can just leave a message there. Would love to hear that. You might actually appear in the documentary. But in this documentary, one of the people that we followed is a guy by the name of Sean Smith. And he does missionary work in Guatemala, which is in South America. And he actually does a podcast using stuff that fits in a backpack. It's pretty amazing stuff. But you think you have problems, and one of the stories is they went down there where it rains a lot, and people end up sleeping. They, they're, they're literally in these, they have like dirt floors in their house. And when it rains, your dirt floor becomes mud, and you're sleeping in mud. And it was interesting because he went down, and they put a cement floor in this woman's house. And she cried because she was so happy that she was going to get to sleep on concrete. Let's back that up again, shall we? She was so happy that she was going to get to sleep on concrete. Yeah, kind of puts uh, perspective on things. When your biggest problem is, oh man, I missed this week's Game of Thrones and I didn't tape it. That's not a real problem. And I realize that hearing other people that are worse than you, in many cases, doesn't really make you feel better. But just realize, to me at least, and this is where it's a very logical thing, and emotional eating is just that. It's not logical at all. It's all based on emotions. But if we understand maybe why we're disappointed, which is reality didn't meet our expectations. There are two ways to fix that. And one is maybe to change our expectations. Now, hold on with that. Because if you're in a bad relationship because your significant other is an idiot and you go, well, maybe I'm just being too hard on them. No, maybe they're an idiot and maybe you need to leave. So don't go lowering your expectations Let's let's be a little smart about this now, right? But in some cases, we have to have the attitude of gratitude and realize that, okay, it's not perfect, but this is actually much better than it was maybe before. It's not where I want it to be, but I've come a long way. And if it's not, okay, well then you've learned something that didn't work. And if this is something you really want, write down what didn't work and why didn't it work. And then come up with a new plan. And you know what? That new plan may not work either. Okay, write down why didn't it work. And look for how you might be able to change. One of the things that always blows me away is that 
And and to me, I think, if you, if you think about it, I've been doing this podcast for three years. And as I've said, even now as I'm losing weight on a consistent basis, my weight goes up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. It's not a constant down, 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 down. Now, it's cool when that happens. You will have a week like that where like three days in a row, the, the scale will just go down. And then what happens? Reality hits and it goes back up a little bit. It's okay. It's all right. But when things don't go your way, just step back and go, okay, why didn't that work? Why am I not going to the gym? You know, and it's going to be something in many cases, stupid. Well, I don't have my clothes ready. Okay, well, get your clothes ready. Have them in the door, have them in the bag sitting by the door, put them in your car, whatever it takes. I was uh, reading an article about Jillian Michaels. And she said something that was so common sense. And she said, find an exercise that you like to do. And I think many of us, if we go to a gym, we don't like it. Because maybe we don't like lifting weights or maybe we don't like the stair stepper. Maybe, okay, there's only other 8 million other things. There's only 47 other machines in there you can do. Well, I don't know. Don't go to the gym. Just go chase some Pokemon. Or, you know, there's all sorts of apps that you can just do push-ups and sit-ups and all sorts of things just using your own body weight. Find one that you like and then do that one. Because, again, what happens is our expectation is we're going to go to the gym and we're going to do all this exercise and the weight's just going to fall off. And then we go to the gym and we hate it. Oh, wait a minute. I'm supposed to like this because that's how... mm, No, I'm not a huge fan of some of the things in the gym. I'm not a big fan of the elliptical. I, I like a treadmill. I can handle the treadmill. I love biking even better. So what do I do? I go biking. Now, right now in Ohio, as I record this, it's July. It's like 81 degrees and it's only 11 o'clock in the morning. So I can't go biking today because my middle name is Burn and Peel. It is. It's kind of long. It looked really weird on the birth certificate. But I have to stay out of the sun. So what am I going to do? Well, I have a stationary bike in here. So I will bike in the air conditioning and uh, still get my calories in. Or I'll watch some TV and walk on the treadmill. I'm not a huge fan of the treadmill, but I can stomach the treadmill if I'm watching TV. So, if you're disappointed in something, realize that in some cases your problem could be a whole lot worse. And again, hands up here. I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that just saying, well, at least you have both your legs doesn't really make you... You know, when somebody says, it could be worse, it doesn't really make you feel a whole lot better. Because it could always be worse, right? If you're still breathing, it could be a lot worse. But that usually doesn't make you feel a whole lot better. It's kind of like when somebody goes, um, well, you seem to be in a bad mood today. I don't know about you, that never makes me feel better. Like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Let me just flip the switch for you. I've always thought that was funny. You seem awful grumpy today. Oh, thanks for pointing that out. I'll just change that right now. It doesn't work. But maybe just acknowledging that um, I am disappointed and then go into that logical thing. So that's the emotion. I'm disappointed. Now I go into the logical part to fix it. Okay, what is the next step so I can achieve this goal? Maybe I should alter this goal. Maybe I should make this, maybe I should take this goal and break it into 10 little baby steps and go that route. So that I can achieve these little baby things, which gives me momentum to keep going. So 
if you want to check it out, again, it's called I'm Not Your Guru by Tony Robbins. If you decide to dig a little deeper into Tony Robbins, now at this point, don't go, oh, Dave's jumped off the big end and he's a Tony Robbins clone. I'm into anybody that can make me think and grow. If you go to logicalloss.com slash audible, he's got a ton. And the only kind of bummer about this, he has a ton of books on audible that you can get for free. If you've never tried audible, uh, he's got awaken the giant within. That's the one I think and unlimited power. Those are the two books I think that I've, uh, stepped into. He's got one, uh, his last book was called, uh, master the, the, uh, money master, um, master the game of money, seven simple steps to financial freedom. He's got giant steps, which was kind of the follow-up to, uh, awaken the giant within. And, uh, the only bummer about these, which is kind of a good news, bad news, depending on how you like your books, these are all abridged, uh, master the, the money game is not, it is unabridged, but all the other ones are, um, a bridge, which is kind of a bummer because it's, they're big books. They're, they're long books. I remember, I think I listened to, um, awaken the giant within as an audiobook on CD. And I'll, I'll put links to those out at, um, logical loss.com slash three Oh two. If you're interested in that, speaking of that, I want to thank everybody who has been using my, uh, Amazon link. It's deeply appreciated the way this works. In case you've, you've never heard about this, if you go out to logical loss.com and you you click on one of the Amazon banners, it doesn't cost you a dime more to shop. But I earn something like 4% or 3% of the sale. So it's it's pennies, but they add up. And it, it takes me about, um, uh, it costs me about $30 a month to put on the podcast for all the hosting and things of this nature. And I want to thank everybody because I can see as I just logged in here, that somebody bought a bunch of stuff um, here, and um, I appreciate that. I was trying to see. I used to be able to see what people purchased. Yeah, I want to thank whoever bought the Veridesk. This is a, uh, it's a desk that kind of goes on the top of your desk, and it allows you to stand at your desk. And um, those things are not cheap, and uh, didn't cost you an extra dime, and that helped pay for a big chunk of our hosting so whoever that was, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for that. So that is going to do it. And so, again, the app that I talked about today was called 3030. It's just 30 slash 30. And you can set that up to remind you to, if you are if you have a routine you want to do, maybe you're going to do this, then you're going to do that. And then, you know, maybe for 30 minutes, you're going to do this. And then for 10 minutes, you're going to do that. And then uh, for 20 minutes, you're going to do this and just have that repeat. And you can set up multiple routines. It's super easy and it's free. I kind of don't get free apps because this one has no advertising in it. I really kind of go, how do they make money at this? Why are they doing this? So it's kind of interesting. And then uh, if you want, check out the Tony Robbins movie, um, I Am Not Your Guru. It's just inspiring to watch these people transform. And, uh, And you can too. That's the cool thing, I guess, is the bottom line here. So Thanks so much for listening. Take care. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is 
LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.